Welcome to the American Truck Driver Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Polk, and you're listening to a special series called Dissecting a Decade, my journey of growth and understanding my value in the trucking industry. The 10 episodes in this series will cover the years 2008 to 2018 and will describe for you the ideas, plans, and decisions I made that led to success, failure, and restoration. Well, 2010 was an interesting year. Um, I started out absolutely miserable. I was uh, doing a job that I hated. I was living in a place that I didn't like. We had uh, we had chosen a um, a house in a in a in a town in West Virginia, um, and I called it White Trash Avenue. Uh, we had horrible neighbors, and it was uh, it was hard to get home and. I had actually gotten hurt in January on the job, uh, and that was kind of the final straw. And it was one of those moments uh, that I think a lot of truck drivers encounter where this lifestyle is hard on you. It's hard on your family. It's hard on you physically. It's hard on you mentally. And there's times that you get to where you just break down and you want to quit, and you think, well, there's got to be something better than this. And so that's what I did. Um, I, uh, I had, had worked through some uh, chiropractor visits to get my shoulders straightened out, and I just decided not to go back. So I, uh, I kind of floated around and, and did some, I installed satellite dishes, and, and that was a disaster. Um, but that time where I was home kind of helped me reset a little bit. And um, we got some of our, uh, our issues at home straightened out. And things began to turn uh, in June. I, uh, had, we, had, we had decided to go back to Columbus for a little kind of mini vacation. Um, to visit some friends and once we got back up there we kind of realized that with all of the external things that had been going on with the stresses of the job and and a new baby we had we had kind of made a mistake going back there so I uh, was in it that position that a lot of truck drivers find themselves in where you think well I've got a CDL and if you've got a CDL and a clean driving record you've got a job so I put in a few applications and ended up getting hired with Landair uh, on their big lots dedicated out of Columbus. So in June, um, I went by myself back to Columbus and I started working there. I brought the family up in October. This was a, um, a similar experience to what I'd had in 2007. I had been off the road for a few years in 07. Uh, another instance where I had thrown my hands up and quit and thought I'm, I'm never doing this again. Uh, but when I went back in 2007, I went back with a new attitude. And so you can go back to episode one and, uh, and I kind of tell the story of how I, I got hired at Schneider and I went back there and I did well, uh, but I had my attitude right. I had my attitude focused in the right direction that I was going to do a good job. I was going to take care of the customer. And so um, I got on this big lots dedicated, and I, I made pretty good money. You know, I was probably around, you know, forty-two, forty-four thousand dollars a year 
which wasn't terrible. Um, but it was a fairly easy job, and I was home on the weekends and, you know, sometimes one or two nights a week. Um, but I remember this experience I had where the owner-operator thing came back to me again. We had this night dispatcher, and I, unfortunately I can't remember the guy's name. He was kind of a peculiar guy. Um, I don't believe he was native-born to the United States, if I can remember correctly, because he had kind of an accent. And uh, I struck up a conversation with him one night. Um, you know, it's wee hours of the morning, and he said, well, I think I'm going to go get a truck and trailer. And I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I'm, I'm you know, I'm just going to go buy a truck and trailer and, uh, and go on the road. And I'm like, what? But you're a dispatcher. You know, of course, that shows that kind of stupid truck driver mentality of, um, you know, truck drivers can't be dispatchers and dispatchers can't be truck drivers. Well, what, after talking to the guy, I figured out he had his own authority. And he had a truck and trailer, and he had done well, and he just decided to, to sell out and kind of get a regular job for a while. So he got this job um, as a night dispatcher. And uh, I guess after whatever amount of time had gone by, he decided that he'd had enough. And so the conversation about rates and lanes comes back up, and, and it starts to um, get those creative thoughts and curious juices going in me uh, from the stuff that I had learned in 2008 because uh, I had you know I think I had written a lot of that off I had um, thought oh well you know I'll never be able to do that and you know maybe that's not for me or maybe you really can't make it as an owner operator but you know this guy's telling me well I'll, I'll just I'll just go buy a truck and a trailer and um, and I'll go book loads and and I, and I thought was it you know, really that simple? And he said, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, it's not easy, but, you know, you, 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 you book the freight and you get paid. And he started talking about factoring, which is something I'd never heard before. And, um, and, and billing customers and, and, and how that worked when you had your own authority and the types of insurance that you had to have and all stuff that I'd never heard before, but it was really intriguing. And I, and he just made it, probably made it sound simpler than it was but it was still um it was still exciting and interesting to hear someone talk this way so as we got into about um november uh through october and november um i had been looking around and i had actually called anderson trucking service sometime between um, July and uh, October because I knew they had this lease program and uh, I had always heard oh don't ever lease a truck leasing a truck's a bad idea but I had I had run into one of their drivers and I recognized them more as a heavy hauling company uh, I don't even think at that point I knew they had a van division and so I remember talking to this van division guy that told me about this blanket wrap, pad wrap thing he was doing, and he was telling me the numbers, and it was, you know, at least jiving with what I understood of the industry. But I had called them, and the guy was like, "Oh man, you got to stay out weeks at a time," you know, and and I thought, "Well, I, I can't do that. I have I have two small children, you know, under the age of three. I I, I can't spend that kind of time away from home." Uh, but the more I looked into it, the more tempting it became. 
um, because my confidence was growing at least of my own understanding and knowledge of what what could be done and what was possible and um, so you know I, I started doing as much research as I could trying to figure out you know every aspect which I would soon find out I really didn't have a clue um, but you know I talked it over with my wife and we made the decision in November that uh, I would go uh, lease a truck from Anderson Trucking Service and see how it would go. I mean, we we really had no idea what we were getting into. I had some vague ideas, and I had some uh, thoughts of what I thought was possible, but I really wouldn't know uh, until I got there. But what ultimately made the decision was we could get by on what I was making but that was it we weren't ever going to get any further ahead than we were because what I was making was just enough uh, with a single income as we had decided before we had kids that my wife would stay home and take care of the kids and I would be the primary breadwinner and so the decision was basically made from the point of necessity that I had to do something I had to use this this experience, uh, the knowledge, um, and, and the things that I had gathered up to that point. I had to figure out another way. And so while I believed that it was possible, I did not know how. And so uh, it was on December 31st of... 2010 uh, that I was taken and dropped off at the bus station in downtown Columbus where I would begin the journey that would start the next day. I hope you've enjoyed this look at the decade that made me. Be sure to tune in again next week for the next installment of the series. If you have any questions, you can email me at anamericantruckdriver at gmail.com. You can also find me on social media, facebook.com slash anamericantruckdriver, twitter.com slash chrispolk76, and on Instagram, at anamericantruckdriver.